Welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast, and thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. In this edition of the podcast, we'll meet Michelle Green Rhodes, who is a registered nurse, health coach, and author. Michelle will be discussing heart health with Dan Ronan, who will be your host for this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. And now it's time to hand it off to Dan for his feature interview with Michelle Green Rhodes. Hey, Michelle, it's good to have you with us. Good morning. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Michelle, wanted to start the conversation, and we invite your calls as well at 615-292-6366. Talking about, among other things, heart care, this being the Heart Awareness Month, and also the fact that about 20 or 25 percent of the rapid unexpected deaths in this country come from heart problems, heart-related deaths, either heart attacks or strokes, things along that line that are somehow or another vascular system related. Are we doing better? We've cut our level of smoking down from 50% or more back in the 1940s and 50s and 60s to under 20%. Mm -hmm. But we have a growing problem in this country with obesity, diabetes, other problems that are cardiovascular system related in one form or another. Are we doing better, do you think? Better? I'm not sure if that's the word. I will say that we're making some shifts. And I think because of efforts like through the American Heart Association, through different media outlets, we're attempting to get that education out there. So I think that things are shifting, but the numbers are just moving in different ways. And what I mean by that is that we're seeing maybe the smoking is decreasing, but we're still having to really target sodium, which is a really key factor in leading to high blood pressure. And I say that because through new research, American Heart Association is reporting African-Americans found to have a gene that's more sensitive to sodium. So very small changes like that where now we're more aware of the impact of sodium on our body. So now we're really focusing on that high blood pressure, which is also known as the silent killer. So I think through new discoveries, new information, we are slowly making the changes that we need to make. What's a good blood pressure these days? That's a good point because I went in to see the doctor a couple of weeks ago I'll brag a little bit here. My blood pressure was like 110 over 68. And I was like, yeah, that's really good. Because I had always heard 120 over 80 was sort of the gold standard. But my doctor said, if you can get those numbers down even a little bit lower than that, 115 on the systolic and maybe the diastolic down to 75, that takes more stress off of your arteries and your cardiovascular system. Is lower better? It is. I must say that we're all different, so it's good to know our baseline because we have some people that, like myself, I run naturally low, so I run even lower than that, than those numbers. But I think the key here is having people know their numbers, period. Let's know what the foundation is for each of us, and that way you can measure, hey, is this increasing? What happens when it's increasing? Am I eating too much sodium? Am I stressed out? You mentioned stress. So I think just being more aware of what is leading to the increase in the numbers is very key, but also knowing your foundation. Some people run very high naturally, so they have to take extra measures to keep calm and watch their sodium, and they have to be more diligent in that way, but it's their baseline. So I do think it's important for all of us to know our numbers and keep that screening going. Right now, you can buy a blood pressure cuff at Walgreens or wherever, any local drugstore, just to monitor at home. 
which is something that we do um, just once a month right now because I don't have a problem with my blood pressure, but some people might want to do that more frequently. So it's just a great way to screen and know your numbers right up front. So then if things start to change, you can start looking at what might be happening. What I find amazing now is that they're advertising on television for an app that you can purchase for your phone and use on the touchpad of your phone to get a high-level EKG on your telephone. I mean, I'm like, how cool is that? Not that I need it, but it just shows that the technology is there that we can have almost real-time monitoring of our cardiovascular system, our blood sugar, all of these things that run through your phone and run through an app on a smartphone. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. It's so important, I believe, that people think outside of the box and think what resources are out here to help me. We have access to so much right now, so it's hard to determine, but those are called wearables. The fact that certain companies are making it very easy to have something that either attached to your phone or even a watch that it actually has been known to save people's lives. And I'll give you an example where on certain watches, yes, it's almost like having an EKG right inside the watch. And it can detect that irregular heart rhythm. And some people who happen to have maybe a fib type of concern may not even know they have AFib or which is atrial fibrillation. There have been times where people have been monitored by the watch and it's given them a warning and they were able to get the care that they need immediately before it led to a heart attack. Yeah, and the cost of these devices with health insurance, and that's part of the entry point, with health insurance, the cost of these devices is pretty inexpensive and will continue to go down as they become more widely available. Yes, it all depends on that insurance. That's a key measure. As a registered nurse, 20 years, still registered nurse here in Florida, but just moved into this publication and writing field. But one, my background was in what we call managed care nursing, where I was certified to work for insurance companies, things like that. I was the, the nurse behind the scenes looking at costs and how could we save on costs and things like that. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's so important for everyone to comb through your insurances, your policies to see what exactly is covered. I think sometimes we don't want to go through that contract too much or they may not understand it. So maybe talk with someone who can answer those questions for you. But I say that because sometimes there are hidden gems in there where certain things are covered. In this instance, we're talking about wearables that might be covered at this point. I've been kind of out of that loop for five years. But at that time, when I left, there were silver sneakers and different programs that were covered if the person either asked for it or took a part of certain programs. So sometimes if you can dig through or even ask if it's not covered, there might be a way that you and your doctor can document where this person medically needs this particular thing, whatever that might be, and challenge your insurance also. You can do that. We're at the quarter hour now. It's 8.15 on the Dave Nemo Show, a Tuesday morning, 28th of February. Nice day in the Orlando area in Central Florida. I'm sure it's a nice day over about an hour's drive towards the Gulf Coast over in Tampa where Michelle is talking to us from. We will continue our conversation with Michelle Green-Rhodes. She is a registered nurse and executive wellness consultant and editor-in-chief of a magazine called The Color of Wellness, the website www.colorofwellness.co. We'll continue our conversation with Michelle Green Rhodes after these messages. You're listening to the Highwood Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. If you would like to stay up to date on what's happening with Radio Nemo, please visit RadioNemo.com. You'll see the latest on the Dave Nemo Show, Dave Nemo Weekends, and the Tim Ridley Show. 
RadioNemo.com also has a blog section with news and notes from around the trucking industry. That web address is again RadioNemo.com. Now, folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to The Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The trip down the highway to health on The Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Now let's get you back to this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Back to our conversation with Michelle Green Rhodes. She's a registered nurse and executive wellness consultant and editor of a pretty interesting magazine that when I get finished and we finish up our broadcast, we're going to take a look and delve a little bit deeper into it's called Color of Wellness. The website is colorofwellness.co and Michelle is on the various social media platforms as well. It's at Michelle Online. That's a pretty good handle for Twitter. Michelle Online, I like that. And then for Facebook and Instagram, it's Michelle Rhodes. That's pretty cool. You got everything out there on social media, Michelle, and they're out there talking to the folks who are interested in staying healthy and living the best life that they can possible. Yes. And I must say, we actually switched over to Color Wellness to all the handles. So if you want to follow us, you can look us up at Color Wellness. Very good. That's the updated information. Michelle, it's no secret that the trucking industry does have collectively some challenges with the health of our drivers. It is a stressful job moving freight, driving a large, complicated vehicle on the highways, interacting with the four-wheel community. Sometimes the drivers have to eat on the run. They live in terms of their schedules under very demanding schedules. I have to be at a certain location at a certain time, and i got to figure out a way to get my truck there because someone else is depending on that adds a lot of stress as i said the working conditions are challenging as someone who does this as a executive wellness consultant what advice would you give to the driving community collectively i know this is a very open-ended question but what advice would you give to the driving community about staying in the best shape that they can and being in as good a condition as they can to deal with the demands of their job I thank you for this question. It's so important, of course. It affects us all. We're all hopefully out there driving, so we want those drivers to be as healthy as possible as well. But the biggest piece of advice I would say right off the bat is to be proactive. I think that it can't be secondary. It has to be primary on no matter what the conditions are. And what I mean by that is taking a look at our schedule, taking a look at these 12 hours. We know this is what that is going to include when it comes to driving. But outside of those 12 hours, what does that look like? So how can we create that schedule around the free time that we do have, the little time we do have, but also just making it priority within that time that we do have available. So that means can preparing healthy foods or snacks to take with us, being able to do some exercise, maybe doing some screening, like you mentioned, blood pressure, checking those things, seeing how we're doing inside and make sure our physicals are up to date. So just really making it a priority outside of the time where we are on demand or we're on 10 or we're on full call, let's be able to say, hey, outside of this, I'm actually taking these steps to prevent anything detrimental from happening. And then secondly, of course, as I say, that's 12 hours inside of work. What does that look like? Maybe you're driving. So one thing that you can control no matter the situation is your breathing. 
you can start there when it comes to stress. Just being able to take those deep, deep breaths, just staying fully oxygenated is going to help your brain, it's going to help your circulation. I think that's a thing you can do when it comes to actually driving. So look at some breathing exercises and seeing how you can incorporate that into your driving time. And then lastly, I would say, if you can, if you're on the road, are you, of course, shuffling your feet? Are you pumping your legs? Are you able to stretch? Can you take stretch breaks? Are you using those breaks that you do have to optimize those towards your health? So, again, whether it be a stretch, a run, a jog, whatever we can do on a break, I think that's a good way to incorporate that into our lifestyle. Another concern that some drivers talk about is getting proper rest. Many of them will spend their downtime in a sleeper berth. Although the sleeper berths are much nicer than they were in a previous era, you're still sleeping in the berth of the truck itself behind the panel and behind the steering wheel. Drivers really do need to rest, do the best they can to get as much rest as they can, and really make it as high a quality rest as they can. Even if it's just a short nap, that short nap Mm -hmm. needs to be a good short nap. Absolutely. Sleep is so important, right? We understand that. But it makes it tough when we are in this situation. But I will say, like you mentioned, there's so many modifications that we can look at during that time. So, of course, outside of the environment, we make that as comfortable as possible. I know beyond the road, sure your drivers are used to it, but what can we do to improve that? How can we make it more comfortable? Whether it be some sort of sleeping pad or just making it feel like home, whatever that looks like. Environmental wellness is a thing. So taking into context, what can I do to improve the things around me? But when it comes to actual sleeping itself, what can I do to help keep me, I guess, a little more well-rested, but in a natural way? So, you know, there's some unnatural ways you can do kind of things, but we want to make sure that it's something natural, something good for the body. What can you do? There's tea or something natural if people are having a hard time sleeping. That will help you get that good rest so you get the deep sleep that you need. And when you are home, let's say you've got a couple days off or you're doing your 34-hour reset or whatever the case may be, really take control of your health when you're at home. Find proper times to rest, get a little exercise, do all of those things, eat well, eat right. That can be real helpful so that when you're back on the road or you're back in an office setting, doesn't matter if you're a driver or a office worker, whatever the case may be, that you really have done something that's good for your body and good for your mind. Yeah. Two things I would say here that just stand out to me. If you can, I really believe in the power of buddying up. (laughs) And there are studies to show this, that people actually do better when there's someone they're accountable to. So running packs, so to speak. So I would make it almost like a challenge. That's what I do as employers. We run wellness challenges throughout the company so that the corporation stays well. So how can you partner, buddy up, make a circle, make a challenge, 30-day? I actually have a 30-day healthy habits challenge that I'm running for my group next month. So make it get fun. Those endorphins are important to help keep us going, but also being accountable because we tend to let ourselves go. Like, oh, okay, I'll do it next time. I'll do it next week. Uh. And so if someone's, hey, you said you were going to do this, I'm telling you I need to do this. Let's partner up. Actually, studies have shown that people do better when there's accountability involved. So I will say that as far as improving your lifestyle. And then lastly, what we do is we take people through what we call the process of change, which means change doesn't happen overnight. And a lot of times we have bad habits that we've been holding on to since childhood. So even with that, what can we do to just change one thing? What can we work on today or this week or this month to move that into a better space? And we've all heard that it takes a good 21 days to establish a new habit where it sticks. 
So be committed, and that's why I usually do monthly change. Okay, what can I work for this month to change so that it's a healthier piece of my lifestyle? So, yeah, focus on one change at a time because it's overwhelming to change everything overnight. So I would do that. I would get a buddy, and I would work on, like, water for this month or what our sodium looks like, what our fiber looks like, what our sleep looks like, and just break that up one month at a time. Okay, so just take it in small chunks then. I'm trying to do this for couple, three, four weeks, I'll be successful, make that change, get that habit to stick, and then move on to the next one. Hey, Michelle, some great advice. I appreciate your advice and your input across all sectors, whether it be trucking or folks who are just trying to live their best lives. Spend a few moments, please, if you will, again, and give our listeners all of your social media information so that if they'd like to reach out to you and talk with you about some of their health and fitness and wellness goals, they can do that directly with you. Well, thank you. And let me just say thanks again for having me today. It's been wonderful to speak with you, and I'm just I'm honored to be here. But they all can reach out to me at colorofwellness.co. That's the first stop. That's our home where the magazine lies. There's a lot of free articles by the nurses. We couldn't do this without the powerful nurses of color that drive our engine and make sure that the communities out there get the information that they need to stay well. From there, you can click, of course, our social media handles, and it will take you to Color Wellness Mag Instagram and Facebook. And we're excited to, like I mentioned, have a Healthy Habits Challenge for the month of March. That closes out this edition of the Highway Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway to Health Podcast through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway to Health Podcast through our website. Or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. The Highway to Health Podcast is a production of Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.